Howdy guys, it's Dan here, it's Tuesday here in Australia, time for this week's shorty. And this is episode number 183. So we've just finished our uh, weekly coaching call for our uh, Video Business Accelerator members and uh, had some really good chats today about um, following up with prospect inquiries and developing a way to do that that's semi on autopilot and the reason for that is because you know all too often you end up saying the same things over and over again to new inquiries and so we were discussing ways in which you can fundamentally automate or create a system and a process around responding to those inquiries so that um, you don't end up just having long conversations that repeat the same things over and over again. And so I want to ask you, you know, in your own business, are you someone who is sharing the right information with your market? Or is your market having to kind of search through to find answers? So let me explain. When a prospect approaches you, they will have a series of questions in their mind. Some of which they'll ask you, some of which they won't because they'll be too shy to sound stupid. And none of us want to sound stupid when asking questions or we don't understand something. And so oftentimes what happens is people, when they don't understand something, they just don't, they don't say anything. And so that not saying anything, often what means is that if they don't get the answers, they'll, they'll keep looking and they'll move on. And so what we're, we're talking about today is the, the idea that you can create a series of um, emails, short emails that have a kind of template to them, which answer the most common questions and that really answer the objections of your market. And it's a great way to use your website to direct people through to, you know, pages like on your site that have, um, you know, um, testimonials or case studies or a description of how you go about making projects. And one of the things that I often see as a missed opportunity is the ability for you as a filmmaker to make cool films about your business and your process. And I think what, where people miss the opportunity is it, it, there's two things that happen when you do that. The first one thing is that you get to actually answer the questions that someone has in their minds about the process they're looking to engage you with. And the second thing is you get to show off your filmmaking skills because, you know, it's an opportunity to, to demonstrate in the medium that you're trying to sell what it is that you are doing. And so you get to kind of have two, kind of kill two birds with one stone as the expression goes. So what you're doing is you're um, fundamentally saying, hey, we understand your problems. We understand the market you're in and we understand that you're looking for a solution. So what we've done is we've made this really easy for you by creating a series of videos that can help you to achieve the outcome you're looking to achieve. And by doing that, you get to show off your skills as a filmmaker, but also answer the most common and pressing questions 
that someone has when they're approaching a project. So we're having a chat with one of our clients, Sam, who runs a streaming company this morning. And we came up with a whole bunch of questions that that someone might have when live streaming. And one of the areas that um, we often get caught up in as creators is that we feel like we, we have the curse of knowledge. We know what's going on and we automatically assume that everyone else is going to understand what we understand. And it's actually not the case. In fact, the, the market's um, understanding of what you do is often far less advanced than you might think. And so what you have to do is explain it in a way that makes total sense to them. Um, and so by that, I mean, breaking down the simple steps. So what I asked Sammy this morning was, you know, what, what are some of the most common questions you get when you're live streaming? from an inquiry and it's usually you know where where will it play and so we broke that down into a kind of like well where are the different places you can play it out and he said well you know you can you can push it out onto a dedicated web page but then i had a question about you know what about what about facebook what about youtube what other things can you do and he had he had reasons for why that wouldn't work and so what we did we broke down that process and said okay well the, the main question is where can i stream this information but within that there are three or four other questions like, why can't I stream on Facebook? Why can't I stream on LinkedIn? Or why can't I stream on, on YouTube? And and the truth is for, for, for a wedding client, which was one of the things that he does, um, he um, he said, well, because as soon as you um, publish any kind of copyrighted music, it'll get flagged and be taken down by the platform. So that was a really interesting example of some information that I didn't know on a live stream that you couldn't do. And and so if you're talking to a bride or a, or a groom, then that, that makes perfect sense. And that's one of the things that they might just assume because everything you can you can live stream on Facebook on, on your phone, everyone would assume you could live stream a wedding. Now, weddings is just one small part of Sam's business. He's been doing a lot of this throughout the, the COVID pandemic, funerals, but he also does a lot of live events for schools and other businesses. But the point being is that you want to be understanding what your market thinks of your product or service. What do they really think? And I can guarantee you they're nowhere near as advanced as you think they might be. And so what you have to do is, is talk to them on a level and meet them where they're at. And, you know, there's that expression, sell them what they want, give them what they need. You have to be able to understand what the common questions and objections are in your market. And from there, you answer those objections. And once you've got the client on board, then you give them what they need, which might be something else. And one of the other benefits you can do with this, this process is you can, um, you know, create some value up front for a client by answering the most common questions. But within that video, you can also show them what else is possible. And that will whet their appetite for further exploration of other services you might be able to sell them. So, for example, um, in Sam's case, you know, he could be um, creating a live stream. A bride could come to him and say, I want to live stream my wedding um, because I really want my friend who lives in another country to see it. But her objection might be, oh, it might be really technical. I don't really want blokes showing up with ripped jeans and mega death t-shirts. So maybe I won't do it. Whereas if, if you could create a video that showed your team looking smart, turning up on location, being very discreet and talking about the sharing of the memory, 
in your marketing, you're more likely to convert someone and then they'll worry about the technical side once they're, once they've opted in and, and they become a client. So I just want you to think about in your own business, are you communicating with your market and meeting them where they're at? Or are you talking to them at too high a level? Because if you talk to your clients at too high a level, a lot of times it'll wash over their head. And and if they don't understand something, they may not necessarily respond and tell you. They might just click away and go and find another solution. So I want you to think about that, guys, and I will see you on Thursday. You've been listening to the How to Scale a Video Business podcast with me, your host, Dan Lenny. If you're a video business owner who's hit a ceiling and we benefit from mentorship, support, and coaching, then check out how you can work with me over at denlenny.com. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show over on iTunes, and we'd really appreciate you taking a few minutes to leave a review. And don't forget to share. If you feel you've gotten value from this episode and you think it would be useful for other filmmakers you know, then please do me a massive favor and share it on social media and in groups that you might be in. So thanks for listening. See you in the next episode.